Hey guys, my name's Rashika. And I'm Porvi, and you're listening to Generation Daisy. Yeah, so just a little bit about us. We're two college students from Los Angeles, and I go to UCSC. I'm studying technology and information management with a minor in computer science. And I go to USC, and I'm a global health major on the pre-med track. And yeah, we just wanted to share our experiences as Gen Z, they see Americans, and hopefully you guys can relate to some of the topics we're going to discuss. We also will be covering other popular controversial issues that are, you know, ongoing in today's society, but those are for future podcasts. Yeah, so for our first ever episode, we wanted to talk about growing up as a Desi American in an immigrant household and kind of share our own personal experiences and how we dealt with um, fitting into our two cultures. Yeah, I think especially um, most, pretty much all minorities can probably relate to dealing with fitting in, especially growing up as kids, you're struggling between figuring out which identity you identify more with Mm -hmm. because on one hand you have yourself in school or with your other friends that may aren't part of the same race as you and you also have your life outside of that with your own family and you know for us being Indian was definitely separate from school and I think yeah dealing with fitting in um in both cultures and having that like fractured identity was a big thing. Um, I think even dealing with stereotypes, which I feel like are kind of, I don't know if they're prevalent in everybody's life, but I think at least even if not directly, indirectly stereotypes definitely played some sort of a role um, in our lives. Yeah, like definitely, like the kind of the way that stereotypes um, affected the way that you viewed yourself, I think throughout childhood is like a big thing. And even if it wasn't directly just stereotypes, I think it was more so like assumptions that people had about you before even getting to know you just because you were, you know, a certain race. Yeah, you were like Indian or Desi or whatever. Like these preconceived notions that people had of you before you even met them. And I feel like that definitely played a role in how do you view yourself and kind of caused a lot of self-doubt. Um, And it affected the way that you portrayed yourself to others, definitely. It made me maybe feel like more insecure. And yeah. I think growing up for me, I can kind of divide my like childhood into like three different stages based on like, you know, elementary school, middle school, and high school. I think high school was definitely not as prevalent as like the younger ages, but definitely Mm -hmm. elementary and middle school were times where I had struggles with you know friend groups and just feeling like I was a part of the school because for me I grew up in a town or I'm even currently living in that town that is majority has a majority white population and in elementary school I was literally the only Indian if not like maybe one of two in middle school and high school definitely there were a few more but specifically in elementary school I was like pretty much the only Indian there and everyone else was you know not everyone was white but a majority of the population was white and it was a pretty small school too so it wasn't that big of a deal but I think that definitely played a big 
influence in growing up and feeling like I wasn't, you know, part of it all. Like I didn't feel, even though I was included and I had friends and I had a friend group, I felt like I was always just an outsider no matter what I did, even if I acted like my friends and I shared the same hobbies or I had the same interests as my friends, I still felt like I was an outsider. And I think, you know, all minorities can, you know, Mm -hmm. relate to that. Yeah, it's kind of like having this different side of you. Like, um, so we both did Indian classical dance, like when you were younger, it was a huge part and it's still like a really big part of my life and kind of shaped me into who I am now. But um, I remember when you were younger, maybe particularly elementary and middle school, we would have dance class and we both loved it. Like we liked going to class, dancing with our friends, like the art form is so beautiful and we loved it so much. And it was kind of like, I didn't really share that side with my friends at school ever. And I think it was, you know, you try so hard to fit in and be normal like everybody else. And I know that for me, I didn't want um, to do anything that would make me feel different, even if it was something so beautiful and unique. Like I didn't view it as, you know, what I think of it now. I thought it was something that Mm -hmm. made me look different and like weird because people didn't know what it was. And yeah, it's crazy that I didn't, you know, even want to talk or like bring up that I did such a beautiful art form with my friends um, because I was so scared of being like judged and like people would think, you know, like, why is she doing that? Which is like so far from the truth. But when you're younger, you do have those kind of, you know, feelings and ideas. No, yeah, it's definitely like, it's so crazy when I think about how I was back in elementary school. Mm -hmm. um versus now especially with dance I think obviously I you went much further um with your dance Mm -hmm. journey than I did and I know that it's still a big part of your life but for me I kind of stopped at the end of middle school like I think eighth grade is when I stopped so I didn't actually appreciate it for what it was until later in life when I stopped doing it because during the years that I did do it was also the years that I was you know, growing up and finding out who I was. And during that time, I was heavily influenced by the people around me. And because I wasn't around other people, like constantly going to school, I wasn't around other Indians or um, people who also shared the same passion as me. So I was kind of forced into suppressing that side, you know, Mm -hmm. away and pushing it down and not really talking about it. So yes, I would enjoy it when I went to dance classes and I would love doing it, but I was not able to share that part of me with other people. So I couldn't really appreciate it for what it was. And I know there, I definitely have this one vivid memory um, from elementary school. (laughs) Like it's still like, I can still remember it because it was something that really haunted me at the time, which now thinking back to that memory, I don't know why, because I, I'm so proud that I had the chance to learn that and um, a chance to connect with my culture on like a deeper level. But in fourth grade, I remember I did the talent show and I didn't, I never did the talent show again after this day, but I did the talent show in fourth grade. And I remember that my mom convinced me to do um, one of the Indian classical dances that I was learning at the time to do that on stage at the talent show. And that, thought was just so frightening to me and I wish it was and I wish I had that confidence to do it but I was so scared and I remember that day like I think it was 
I was waiting to go next, like in the next few performances. And I was going to the bathroom and I remember washing my hands at the sink, um, all dressed up in my costume with um, my hair done and accessories and jewelry and all of this. And I see a girl and their mom in the restroom and I could see from the mirror them like staring at me. Mm-hmm. And I know I should feel like I shouldn't feel bad about that. Like if anything, they were probably like just looking like in awe almost. But for some reason, I was just so scared. Like I was frozen. Like I couldn't move. I was just so scared that people were looking at me. And my mind in my um, like nine-year-old's brain, I just immediately went to like the worst place. And I was like, oh my God, they're probably like laughing at me. Oh my God, they're probably like, you know, mocking me, which like they definitely weren't. Like it was a mom and her daughter. Like I'm pretty sure they weren't doing that. But that was so traumatizing for me. And even like going on stage, because that wasn't even me on stage. Like when I went on stage later, like I was scared, but at least I was like in the dance and like my mind was, you know, focusing on my moves and like the rhythm. So I wasn't as scared. But looking back at that performance, I was just so scared. I'm, I normally do have a little bit of stage fright, but that was just like another level of like scared and being afraid. And it wasn't even because I was scared of doing the dance. It was scared. I was scared of what people would think of me after I did it and how people would approach me the next day at school and be like, oh my God, you do this? Like what? And I honestly didn't think that they would be like thinking anything positive of it, I thought I would just be made fun of in class, which obviously didn't end up happening. But that's what, you know, being Indian at the time felt to me, like I felt scared of being Indian. And that definitely is not something that young kids should be feeling. Yeah, and I think it's crazy, because it's almost like, obviously, they know we're Indian, like if they look at us, like you can tell we're Indian. But it's so crazy that we thought it was like, like you couldn't even imagine them knowing that we like knew about our culture and we like participated in like dance or singing or anything. And I feel like when you have such these doubtful feelings and you're so insecure at such a young age in your childhood, I think they definitely do start to affect your relationship with your culture as you grow up. And it's crazy to me because I think I only started to kind of feel the love and really, really appreciate my Indian, like, Desi culture in high school, definitely middle school, elementary school. I, you know, I didn't really appreciate this. I always thought it was something that's kind of, I don't know, I couldn't embrace it because it made me different. And um, yeah, so I kind of wanted to ask you when, did you start to feel um, the appreciation for Desi culture? I think definitely for me personally, high school for sure. And if anything, like the later part of high school, I remember sophomore year, I think, or junior year, I think either sophomore or junior year, I remember writing an essay or a speech for a class. And I decided to talk about actually pretty much what we're talking about now, like the insecurity and the anxiety that came from, you know, being Indian or not even just being Indian, but being scared to show off that side of myself, in particular, like Indian dance and, you know, other cultural things, being scared of showing that off. And I think when I was writing that essay or paper, I just, I really thought about it. And I looked back and I reflected on to who I was as a person. And being Indian is such a big part of who I am. I mean, 
you know, it might just be your nationality or your race, but I think a lot of what goes on outside of school shapes you into being the person you are. And when I really sat down and started writing about that, I realized that I had a lot of appreciation for my culture. And the fact that I was suppressing that was like, to me, I just thought that was the most terrible thing. So I think definitely 10th grade, 11th grade around that time was when I started to realize that this was like ridiculous. Like, why am I doing this? Why am I being scared? Like, nobody has a right to feel like they're unnatural or unusual or different just because they're not the race that is, you know, present the most in their life. Like, I don't think, I don't want to outright say that, like, (laughs) white people made me feel bad, but, like, you know, that was the majority of my school, so um, I'm just saying, like, I don't think anyone should ever feel bad about their culture or their race because that is what shapes you as a person and Mm -hmm. it should never be something that's frowned upon. Yeah, definitely. It's literally who you are. Like, it is you. And if you think that, you know, someone is judging that part of, they're judging that about you and they wouldn't want to be your friend just because you participated in something Indian, then they aren't your friend at all because that is you. So, yeah. And um, also just kind of at a young age, um, keeping in touch with my culture, I always saw it as a different side of me. You know, I never really Um, Now it's definitely like a part of me, like being Indian in my culture is me. But to me, when I was younger, I always saw it as this different side of me that I wouldn't show to people that weren't Indian or went to my school because I obviously wanted to fit in. I didn't want to be different, all that. Um, And it's just like crazy how over the years, it's really like merged in like Um, come into my identity and I think my younger self would honestly be proud and would think how are you even doing this how are you being someone who's appreciating all your culture like what do your friends think what do people think of you and I think at such a young age you're always like oh like what do people think of me I need to have friends I need to like be really chill with all these people and as you grow up you realize how superficial and how that really doesn't matter at all and it's about doing what you love being with people who you love and appreciate you and um that's basically what's important so yeah no definitely and i think when you're younger it's such a scary time because that's when you're forming your identity your persona but what's even scarier is to push your culture away when that is pretty much who you are. Mm -hmm. I literally, I hate using the word whitewashed, but (laughs) for a big point in my life, I was literally white in all aspects of my life, except for my appearance and my skin color. Like I was trying so hard to fit (laughs) in with my friends that I literally just liked everything they liked, did everything they did, spoke exactly like they spoke and the only difference was that I had brown skin and (laughs) that is kind of scary to me now because I would never want to do that but no definitely definitely um actually another thing too is going back to elementary school I feel like elementary school was definitely the most traumatizing period (laughs) I feel like such a pivotal point in my childhood that like it's so if I think of any like trauma I always go back to elementary school and I always go back to younger times that really shaped 
like love for my culture now yep yep no but yeah like I just I remember I don't know like can you guys relate to this I literally was so scared to bring Indian food to school for like this is so random but this is actually such a big thing for me because I used to literally tell my parents like don't pack me like leftover Indian food or don't make me like Indian food. like I remember my mom packed me like Ibli or those or something <laughs> for lunch for like and I normally love those foods like at home I would uh, it, but mom- as soon as I brought it to school it was just I hated it like I literally remember throwing away food not because I couldn't eat it, but because I didn't want to eat it. I didn't want to open my lunchbox in front of other people. And at the, at, like, I would die at the thought of them looking over into my lunch bag and say, what is that? Or what is that smell? Like, what are you eating? Like, with their little, like, freaking sandwiches and pasta. Like, I used to tell my parents, like, pack me that. Like, I don't want to bring any Indian food. And if they did and they forgot, then I, it would go straight to the trash which sickens me because there are so many people who are not privileged enough to have three meals a day. And the fact that my parents put in all this hard work to make me food and I just threw it away like that in the trash. It's just really sad that I could ever do that because thinking of that now, like food is food and you should never be wasting food or throwing away food in general, let alone, you know, your own cultural food. Like that's just really sad. Yeah, it's so weird that, like, that was kind of at the top of my list to my parents. I was like, no matter what you do, I don't care if you forget to pack me lunch, don't give me Indian food, which is, like, now in college, if someone were to give me Indian food, I will gladly take that and eat all of it. I, like, I didn't want to, like, go to lunch with everyone with their, like, little Lunchables and me open, like, a box of, like, rice and, like, them looking be like, what's that smell? Like, what are you eating? Like, having people judge you at such a young age makes you question yourself so much and you mm-hmm. want everything but to be judged or to feel different again back to that whole like fitting in thing because like that mm-hmm. was prevalent in my life and I think that was for so many people and it was like I didn't want to do things that made me be different and like I didn't want to eat this really good rice and I didn't like didn't want that because then people would be like oh my god what is that which is like I don't know there's always people that do appreciate it and I know at like a young age like um some of my friends would talk about how they liked Indian food and you know they were like oh like the little dance and your little like dot on your forehead and like like, don't even get me started about the dot on the forehead dude when random kids in your class would ask you about that, like, you know, like, they weren't saying that because they were were interested, but. No, I literally, I think, like, definitely, like, how we were saying for elementary school, it was, like, the whole trauma and fear. I think going back to the whole, like, stereotypes and preconceived notions, I think that hit, definitely hit more um, in middle school, because I think in elementary school, everyone's just confused and learning, and so, like it makes sense that people would like question or like you would be scared but in middle school like you're old enough to like understand that hey like we are all different and like we all have different things but I think I don't know what it was but like freaking middle school man like all the people in middle school just were obsessed with like stereotypes and racist jokes and that was their humor which I never found that funny but like apparently 
every middle school boy did <laughs> guy and their mom did like I'm literally like why was that funny to you and honestly like I'm not gonna sit here and say that Indians have it the hardest because we don't and there were so many other racist remarks no matter what race it was intended towards like to me it was just disgusting and I don't understand why it was ever funny and I think no one ever really flat out called me something or made jokes actually no they did make jokes to my face but I don't think anyone flat out like made fun of me to my face but they definitely like kind of snickered behind their backs or they had like jokes like ongoing jokes that they would say like on purpose when I was around which to me like maybe in elementary school it would have got to me but I think by middle school I was like mature enough to be like this is actually not funny and like go ahead and do what you want but like I'm I literally wasn't phased by any of the racist jokes <laughs> that were like made towards me but you know if that was said to me in elementary school that would have been a different story but in middle school I think definitely the jokes were very prevalent but I don't think I really cared about them but just hearing them and hearing other people make those remarks just like saddened me because like why like what was what's the reason for you to make fun of other people like are you just that unfunny that you have to like start pulling out like the jokes race. about other people's like race like I'm sorry like can you think of better jokes you know it was but, definitely, like the maturity level and like a 12 year old boy's sense of humor I guess is like racist which is so weird but um yeah I remember in middle school I think most people are we were learning like in history about the castes in India and I didn't really know that much about cats I mean like I knew what they were but like I didn't even know what mine was so I remember like opening our textbook and like that day we were learning about India so you know we, we get this diagram of these charts and like it has like you know all the different um casts and whatnot and I remember like some kid asking me like oh like what cast are you like I don't know if they were genuinely curious or they were just like what are you like um and I didn't even know like I went home and I asked my parents I was like what cast are we and like that's how I found out because it's not a part of our life here which um yeah you no and I think but... what's weird too is like the cast that were described in like the textbooks correlate more to like the historical like period like more yeah, of like yeah. the ancient times in India like castes now are still there but it's not the same thing it's not like the warrior and then the priest like it's not like that it's like yeah it's like it has there's so many other branches and stuff and like we're not going to discuss that at all right now but like I think being just being in that environment and like at like having other kids ask you about your culture was like scary I think I don't know if this was like sixth grade or not like when we were learning about this but I remember like definitely like I was the only Indian in the class and everyone like everyone looking at you or like kind of like thinking of you when we were discussing like these different aspects of like Indian history definitely definitely was scary and I'm easily embarrassed and like I have anxiety so like like my anxiety was through the roof when she said we're no. about India I was like about to head out like I can't deal with that I can't deal with the questions and like I just know even if kids weren't thinking about it like I just had this feeling in my mind like oh my god they're thinking of me like they're gonna look at yeah. me and ask mm-hmm. me there's like so much anxiety for being like 11 <laughs> like I know and like even on a side note though like this is back in sixth grade but like 
recently um i took a community college class about like southeast asian art and art history and like a majority of it was pretty much like indian art history and like the whole time we were learning about like history of religion because religion played a big role in like a lot of indian art back in the day um obviously and so i remember i went to india for like a wedding or something i went to a trip um during the period where i was taking that community college class and obviously i had to tell my professor like hey i'm gonna leave for two weeks um because i'm going to a wedding so um thanks and then i like came back from the wedding and she literally comes up to me in the middle of class like she made us do like everyone do like this quiet like warm-up activity or something so we were all just like sitting down working and she walks up to me and she sits down like she kneels down in front of the desk that I was sitting at and she was like so how was the wedding and like obviously she's I mean not obviously you guys but I knew she wasn't a quiet person so I could feel other people like kind of like looking up and like kind of like half listening to what she was saying and I was like oh it was good like yeah um there were a lot of people and she was like oh how many people and I was like I don't know because okay if you guys have ever been to an Indian wedding you know it's way like bigger than what it is here in America because they invite everybody they invite all your relatives like all the people you know so I was like oh I think like 2,000 maybe like a thousand around 2,000 I don't know somewhere in that range and she literally goes oh my god 2,000 people you must be of a high caste oh my god I literally died I died because (laughs) what are you actually gonna bring up cast in today's in the modern this is 2019 you're gonna bring up cast like you're literally teaching this class how do you like it's this is not a student asking me this was the professor who was teaching the class and i was like like damn you really don't know what you're teaching or you do know what you're teaching and you just don't know like how india is right now because like yeah you know like who's like i don't know that's like no, yeah, but I had to explain to her that, like, you know, it's not about caste, it's about, like, the fact that a majority of your family is in India, so, and that's just the culture, like, you just invite everybody you know, and you just, even your friends of friends, you invite all those people, because it's, like, a grand occasion, like, a wedding's a big thing, but um, I was just so shocked when she asked me that, and I, I felt embarrassed, but I wasn't as embarrassed as I would have been back in the day, but oh. I was just like, really, do I have to explain this to a teacher? Okay, let's go. <laughs> like, yeah. So, I don't know. But I think it is great, and I'm really proud and happy for us that as we, you know, kind of grew up, we understood the value of our culture, and we're now, like, proud of it. We can appreciate it. We know the beauty of it. And if I were to tell myself in elementary school or middle school, just like my younger self, I would say be comfortable with, to tell myself to be comfortable with who I was, appreciate my culture, you know, don't be embarrassed of it. It's a part of you. It is you. It makes up your identity and surround yourself with people who did like that side of you as well. Don't try so hard to be someone you're not because that's just going to bite your butt. Like it's really not going to work out in any way for your own growth, your happiness. Like honestly, like faking it and just being with people who don't like that side of you, who think um, what you like is weird is never the way to go. So I would just tell anyone or myself, I guess, just to be more confident um, in myself. Yeah, for sure. For sure. 
I actually randomly thought about this, but um, do you guys, like, are you guys fluent in your native language? Okay, this was another thing, though, like, in middle school, I remember people, I got this question, like, 50 times, do you speak Indian? And I didn't know how to, like, freaking answer this question, because, like, no, I don't speak Indian, because there are, like, what, like, 24 or something, like, I don't know, like, 20-something languages. Uh, the amount of times I have to say, no, I don't speak Indian. Yeah, I can say something in Indian because there's so many languages is like, yeah, no. oh my God. I'd be rich if, you, if I could get a dollar every time someone asked me that question. Like literally, I even, I literally even got, do you speak Muslim? Like, oh, no. do I speak? No. Oh my God. Like I literally, questions like that literally didn't even make me sad. It made me sad for the other person because I'm like, I'm so sorry that you're not educated enough to know that but moving on like are you guys like fluent like in your language because I know growing up like Rishka and I actually knew how to like read and write like I remember like we we went to the same school in first grade and every like Monday or something we would go after school to her house and her mom would teach us like how to read and write and like sing prayers I think I don't know yeah but growing up because I went back to like school with people that weren't Indian I wasn't able to like use my skills and I didn't practice like writing every day so eventually like I I just lost touch with my language like I didn't know how to over time like I I forgot how to write, and even now, like, I'm not fluent, I wouldn't say I'm fluent, definitely not, but if you, like, threw me in, like, a a area where people spoke the same language as me in India, then I could get around, but I wouldn't say I was fluent, like, I still talk to people, and I know how to speak basic things, and, like, you know, everyday phrases and stuff, but I definitely wouldn't say that I'm, like, perfectly, like, a master or anything like that. Yeah, because, like, growing up, my mom did teach me, she taught you, she taught a lot of, like, um, kind of our kids in the area, our language, like, how to read, how to write, and everything, and it's, I don't even really remember that much how to read or write now, which is so sad, Um, but I can definitely speak and understand, you know, I still watch all the movies, I still talk to my relatives, I visit India, so... I'm able to understand and speak, but definitely my writing and reading skills need a lot of help. Um, And I kind of wish that I kept in touch with that, but I know that I can work on it now. Um, But yeah. No, yeah, growing up, I like didn't think about it for a long time. And then I hit high school and I was like, oh my God, all these kids are bilingual. Like, I don't even consider myself bilingual in Spanish. Like, technically on paper, I should be, but I don't even consider myself that. So when I saw other people, I was like, why am I not bilingual, like, with my own native language? Like, why do I not know how to read and write when all these other people do? Like, my friend was, like, one of my close friends is bilingual in Japanese and, um, you know, English. And I just felt so bad that I wasn't at that level because, like, you know, the fact that I wasn't able to, like, pursue it or have enough of time set aside to do that I wish I did and I think in the future I probably will force myself at some point to sit down and like you know learn how to write again but um I I don't know that was just that came up to me randomly and I think I I wish I would have focused and spent more time on that but I know like going forward I definitely will another thing too is Rishka when you brought up like visiting India watching movies um, I remember, like, 
as a child, every time my parents would say, like, okay, we're going to India this summer. <laughs> like, just, okay, I, I don't know, like, how many, have you guys, like, been to India a lot? Like, I don't know, everyone has a different, like, um, I guess, Schedule. range of, like, how many, you know, how connected they are back to their family in India and how many times they visit. But I think my family visits pretty often I think we visit like every other year and we go in the summer and if we don't go in the summer usually like another time but I go to India like pretty often and I think now I definitely appreciate going there but as a kid I used to hate it like I did not want to go to India when my parents told me we were going to India I literally wanted to cry like why couldn't we go to Europe why couldn't we go to Australia why couldn't we go to like Japan or China like why did we why did we have to go to India like that was the worst place on earth for me to go to I would rather stay home than travel to India and thinking back now like the fact that I was somehow brainwashed into thinking that India is a terrible country and I don't want to visit it like I don't understand why I thought that and I think it goes back to the whole thing where we're talking about like suppressing that side of ourselves you know like same thing with dance like when other people talk about India in like a bad light or when other people from other cultures um talk about how amazing their culture is you naturally think badly about your own culture and I think I was definitely I don't want to say something as strong as like manipulated but I was definitely kind of forced into thinking that my own country was like below other countries and I just did not want to go to India ever. And I think that's crazy because now if my parents say that we're going to India, I'm like, hell yeah, like pack my bags, let's go. Like, I'm so like, you know, ready to go. But uh, it's just interesting how like I hated it back then. And I thought, you know, why did I have to go to this trash country? Like, it's not cool. It's not fun. Like, I have to go to the same village every day, like, and sit with my grandparents. Nothing fun. Like, I'm not even going to, like, the cool parts of India. Like, that's what was going through my head. And now I'm just, like, spending time with your family, your relatives is so important because this is, like, their only chance for them to see you. And it's your only chance for you to finally, like, you know, go back and connect with them. So, especially living, like, on two opposite ends of the world, like, it's really important. I wish... I had known that back then, but yeah, just kind of pointing out like how different I used to view India as like a country back then. Yeah, and kind of going back to how you were saying, um, oh, when other people would like appreciate their culture and stuff, I feel like that was a little bit of a turning point. This is kind of a different topic, but I think it's like really important. And I think it was uh, seeing my friends and other people, you know, start to share their culture with other people and like see them like see their love for their culture made me feel like why am I not doing that for mine I have this beautiful culture that is who I am and like why am I trying so hard to suppress it and share and not share it with people and like seeing my friends you know talk about their own cultures um I think that really inspired me and I kind of like put into my head like okay, honestly, why am I not talking about mine? Why am I not sharing mine? I know they would mm -hmm. hear it because I love hearing about my friends' cultures. I never thought anything was weird. Like when my friends no, yeah. mm -hmm. bring their food, talk about their movie, talk about their music, I would gladly listen. Like I definitely love listening to other cultures. Like that's very, very interesting to me. And I would never make fun of something. So I was thinking, you know, like they would love to hear this. And whenever I would tell them, you know, just a little bit, I wouldn't go 
and like show them anything but like sometimes a topic would come up and I would explain you know maybe something about my culture a movie or something they would always be interested about it and they'd want to learn more mm -hmm. and feel like oh yeah. that's so cool and like getting that positive like reassurance I was like wait it is actually cool like I'm glad you even though the whole thing about not caring what other people think just getting that positive like feedback and like yes yeah cool like made me feel so much better and that definitely was a huge stepping stone in my relationship with my culture and like helping me grow um as a person I would say yeah definitely like I can relate to that with high school because I think high school by that time like people were definitely more open-minded and people would like ask me like yeah like I love it like they would tell me like yeah I love Indian food like um you know and I sorry that's not the only thing they told me but like that's the first thing that comes to my mind but like when I like would hear other people like I would hear these like positive statements about like you know being Indian I would just stop and think like why do I need to hear that for me to actually be okay with being Indian like I don't need to hear other people and like and the the fact that like you know your culture makes up you who you are and I know we repeat this a lot but your culture makes up who you are and you're letting other people define you because you're letting them define whether your culture is good or not or normal or not or you know other people's acceptance of your culture is what leads you to accept your culture and that should never be the case mm -hmm. and yeah definitely when you said like the positive statements and other people like kind of sharing about their cultures like that helped but I don't think that should ever be the reason why you're open about yourself like you should always just have the thought from the beginning that you know all cultures are equal and everyone's equal and no one is better than the other and yeah. your culture is not bad just because no one else mm -hmm. relates to it you know yeah yeah definitely I think the main point of this um and that we realized as we grew up is to it's okay to have something that not everyone has and not everyone is aware about you can always teach people and it's okay to be different I'm saying with air quotes like it's okay to be a little you know have things that do make you unique because at the end of the day it's beautiful and it's who you are and we crave acceptance so much that I think it really um again the identity fractured identity it really affects your identity but it's so valid it's so true and yeah, no, going back to, like, the whole fractured identity, I think, I don't think I, your identity should be fractured. I think your identity is made up of, you know, multiple things, but there should never be two sides to who you are, and yeah. like you were mentioning, if you had to go back and tell yourself something, I would tell myself that, like, your identity is everything that you believe and you think is true. And also the things that, you know, you grow up learning about and things about your culture. And I never, ever want, you know, a young Indian girl or boy to think that they need to hide something about themselves. I don't think that they should be hiding a side of themselves. I think as a person, you are you. There shouldn't be an Indian side and a side that you show to your friends at school. Like, there should never be two sides yeah, your identity might be fractured because of what other people tell you and, you know, make you think is right. But um, at the end of the day, your identity is comprised of so many different things. And being Indian is not one part of it. Being Indian is you. And it shouldn't be one side of who you are. It should just be you. 
what you do in school, what you study, what you like, they're all just you. Like there shouldn't be like multiple sides to who you are. And yeah, I think we just want to wrap it up with that. Mm -hmm. I think definitely we didn't want to touch too much on racism. I know earlier when we were talking about stereotypes and, you know, racist jokes, we did talk a little bit about that. But I think with whatever's going on in today's society, in today's world, racism and discrimination based on like your culture and your race is a big thing. And I think we'll definitely hit on that in future podcasts and future talks. But for now, I think we want to do keep it more, um, I guess, more focused on growing up and fitting in, but definitely, definitely stay tuned for other topics and for many more episodes in the future. And thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, we're definitely, again, as you said, go into all those different topics. So if you want to know when our episodes are coming out and just keep be updated follow our instagram say shameless self promo but it's at generation day z with two underscores at the end um yeah that'll just keep you updated in in the loop so again thank you everyone for listening and we'll see you in the next one thanks guys